0: Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And um, gosh, you know, I I live through the uh, Reagan administration. I didn't just live through. I worked for President Ronald Reagan. And I probably have told you numerous times he is my unabashed uh, hero uh, to such an extent that often when I would uh, be praised as mayor. I would say I just copied Ronald Reagan. It's large part true. Uh, I would, when I had a tough decision, I'd say to myself, "What would Ronald Reagan do?" And that's what I would do. And I had the great pleasure in my life. Uh, one of the things that you, um, that you, um, uh, oh gosh, I mean, you just have to thank God for, uh, because I was mayor and because of certain things and whatever I. I got to know Mrs. Reagan very, very well. Uh, and I was on the board of the Reagan Library for quite some time and worked with her and got to know her personally. And And I, I worked for President Reagan and uh, knew him, and he personally asked me to argue two cases, which I'm ver- very proud of. But I really got to know him more through Nancy Reagan. So this is President's Day, and of course you know, it, be, it begins really, and, and there should be separate days. This is like the, you know, the, like the Giants and the Jets playing in the same stadium. No, it's a lot more important than that. This, I, I believe we combine Lincoln and, 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 uh, and Washington. Well, February 22nd is, is George Washington's birthday. And my goodness, if the first president of the United States, if the general who led the ragtag army to defeat the biggest empire in the world, can't have his own day, and why people attack him because he was a slave owner and I believe freed them when he, when he left. He was a guilty slave owner. He was a person who was a man of his times, but a little beyond his times in that he, he was guilty about it and felt that it should be done away with, just didn't know how to do it. Very much like uh, Jefferson, who put in the pills to stop it, to, to the po- poison pill. Don't you think that all men are created equals a poison pill for slavery? Of course it is. It was there on purpose. Read his biography. Don't be part of the ignorant uh, masses of intellectuals that go to Ivy League schools. Uh, So this is President's Day. It began as uh, George Washington's birthday. Lincoln had a separate holiday. We put them together. I wish we would separate them again, but in any event, those were our two greatest presidents. This one could be number three, Ronald Reagan. And I work for him, and I'm going to tell you one story about him that I can because I, you know, was with him and Mrs. Reagan. Uh, and at the, uh, during his second presidency, there was a scandal uh, concerning uh, arming uh, the people who were fighting the communists in uh, in uh, Nicaragua. Of course, the Democrats then as now, including Biden, were on the side of the communists. Always have been. Going back to Roosevelt. And uh, I don't even remember the complexities of it. Uh, Oliver North was involved in it. Uh, this, is, this goes back to Uh, using criminal justice system against Republicans before it was even fashionable and uh, Oliver North got prosecuted I think maybe he pled guilty maybe he didn't go to jail I think never should have been in the first place all he was trying to do is save Nicaragua from communism and by the way a lot of people would have lived and been fed in Nicaragua had it been saved from communism but the Democrats made sure it wouldn't happen Um, so Ronald Reagan uh, somehow used money from something or other to buy uh, arms for them, and he did uh, trade um, arms or money for hostages when he uh, said he, did, he wasn't going to do anything with hostages. And this is a, a plausible deniability situation that every leader allows themselves. You, are not call, you take the position, we are not going to negotiate with terrorists, and you don't. And if you do, you don't. You get what I'm saying? This is what in- adult, intelligent people do. Children uh, squeal about that. So there's, that's what happened to uh, uh, President Reagan. He got caught with some children and some anti-American people who really don't see the best interests of the United States and keeping your damn mouth shut about how you get hostages. Uh, but in any event, uh, he got into awful lot of trouble. He was very unpopular. Mrs. Reagan was very worried. I believe she changed uh, chiefs of staff on him and. And then he got involved with Gorbachev, and he started negotiating arms reduction, and it was going really well. Gorbachev was listening to him, and we we were getting what we wanted. So they went off to a place called Reykjavik, Iceland, and they were going to reach the biggest arms reduction treaty in history. Even the Democrats didn't think he could do it. Uh, it was probably his lowest favorability ratings, and Mrs. Reagan was very much behind his doing it, because she was probably, well, I don't know if she was more moderate than him, probably not, but on this particular thing, she wanted him to do it. Well, she's sitting in her office, it's the second day of the negotiations, and her secretary walks in and says, you, uh, 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 I think the president may actually be home for dinner. And she said, it can't be, they're having a big dinner tonight to celebrate the, uh, the treaty, and the, the secretary says, didn't you hear this morning's news? There is no treaty. She said, no, I've been working since 6 in the morning. I haven't heard anything. I haven't going to put it on? She puts it on, and within three minutes, she gets a phone call. The phone call is from the president of the United States, who, who she called Ronnie, so I'm going to just do it the way she did it. She said, Ronnie, what is it? He said, I'm on Air Force One. We're getting ready to take off and come home. She said, why, Ronnie? What happened? He said, you're going to be very angry with me, but I just walked out on him. She said, I would never be angry with you. You tell me the reason. He said he wanted me to give up Star Wars. And I told him basically, you know, I don't know if freaking can use words like go to hell, but that was bail. I told Gorbachev to go to hell. Don't pull, don't pull a fast one like me, on me like that. You know, bring up a last-minute thing we never negotiated. And secondly, I'm willing to share the damn thing to you, uh, with you if I, once I started because I think nuclear war is I- I- immoral. And I think m- nuclear assured destruction is immoral which Kissinger and others supported, by the way. She said, you know, Ronnie, I did push you to do this, but you got here, not because of me, and not even because of all the people that supported you, because you have an extraordinary political ability in the right sense to understand what the people want and need, and you have the courage to sacrifice for it. I support you 100%. He came home nine months later. Gorbachev came tailing between his legs because they were starving to death. And he signed the same treaty. And he kept Star Wars. Many years later, thousands and thousands of Israelis lived because Ronald Reagan stuck with Star Wars. And I went to Bibi and got a letter to Mrs. Reagan from Bibi that said, if it wasn't for your husband, all these Israelis would be dead today. So whatever he had to go through to get this. And he had to go through all kinds of uh, complete uh, asinine criticism by the left-wing press And one person who everyone thought could never be president because he was so stupid. And his name was a silly, stupid senator from Delaware who is quoted. He was one of the biggest opponents of Star Wars. And uh, here's one quote I could give you many. This is Biden uh, when he was just stupid, not demented. The president's (coughs) continued adherence to star, Star Wars constitutes one of the most reckless and irresponsible acts in the history of modern statecraft. It could have been one of the most brilliant acts in modern statecraft. It sure... A lot of Israelis alive today and others because of it. Which, if he were president, they'd be dead, just like they are dead because he's president. This is what it means to pick the right president. Or the wrong president. You pick the right president, like Lincoln, like Washington, like Reagan, oh, people die because, unfortunately, people die. Wars and whatever. But a lot more people lived and would die, would have would not have because of him. You, you pick a um, evil person like Biden, and a lot of people die, like Ukraine. So, happy President's Day, but uh, it's not all presidents. In fact, the present one we have, although we have to, um, I guess, respect the office of president. We certainly, under the First Amendment, can conclude that he is a disgrace to that office. And he embarrasses our country and makes it less than what it could be. Hopefully, he'll be gone very, very soon. And there is no president in American history that has caused more innocent lives than the one there right now, except maybe during time of war.